0: Bro, 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 bro. Daniel Bryan is the 9/11 of WrestleMania 13. <laughs> uh, it's a joke, <laughs> right? Oh, but yeah.
1: out of context, that shit sounds terrible. Heel Nakamura is best for business. The uh, Nutcracker Prince, or whatever you want to call him, I'm <laughs> That's all of. Great. About, I'm all about That's a it. a shirt well,
0: he was right
1: about this. Well, of course he was, man. He also predicted three other things to happen with that same prediction. Like... Bro. 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 Say hello to the bald guy. And bow down to your king. This is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike Shooter Marcus. He is King of Nerds, Mike Forrest, and we are the Mike's on mics. How's it going, Mike? It's
0: been a busy
1: week. Yeah, uh, one could assume a lot of us probably had a busy week. I, as well, this week, quite frankly, kicked my ass.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of there with
1: you. <laughs> so, we've been doing this new thing, and, you know, we've talked. There's going to be some changes. We're creeping up on that uh episode 100, Mike, and we're going to try to just reformat, not reformat the show so much, but, you know, we're kind of, we're trying to get our brand more solidified, I think is a fair way to say this.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. So we're getting there. Make it more user-friendly. Yeah,
1: everything kind of in the same spot, same address, same name, that kind of deal. Before I forget, because I always forget at the end of the show... Uh, the Facebook URL did change. It is now facebook.com at, or facebook.com slash driveby pod. Uh, same with the, uh, Twitter is at drivebypod. Uh, Instagram is still the at near phone network and you're in charge of that, Mike. So oh, you do you. Yeah, I'll
0: change that. <laughs> I'll
1: probably change that to drivebypod. So we're, we're, we're getting some things in order. One thing we started doing. Uh, was kind of going back and reliving some things that we said from previous weeks. So, if you're ready, Mike, you ready to get in that DeLorean and take a trip back in time?
0: Yeah, let's hit a, uh, you know 88 miles per hour and get that 1.71 gigawatts running.
1: And it's time for Last Week on Drive-By.
2: <laughs>
1: Alright, Mike, Last Week on Drive-By. This is kind of... An inception, an in you know, kind of a thought within a thought, um, because last week I had mentioned some things about AEW. I had mentioned wanting them to to,
0: to fail, and that you hate them, that and that everything about I AEW is stupid. I never and said that against the idea,
1: and no, they'll no, never no. ever
0: be a competing product. Yeah, okay. we all know what you
1: said, Mike. That's fair, but that's not true. But what, what, I, you know, I brought some things up about the double or nothing press conference, some things that I wanted to see done better, yada, yada, yada. And I think something that was unfair of me to do. And, you know, you didn't call me out on it, but I know it wasn't the forefront of your mind either. You know, I'm, I'm saying that in kind of you saying what you just said is kind of funny. I'm not saying this because I don't want AEW to be a success. I want it to be a success. That's why I'm saying it. And that's also why I should point out, I want these same things for WWE. I want them to be better. I want them to do things in a better way. Uh, they don't do everything perfect. We here do try to point out when they do things right, because to be fair, most of the stuff you ever hear and see pretty negative. So that's I, fair. Yeah, so I think it's good for, you know, fans who enjoy the product to make sure they point out when they do something right, when they do something good. But it's not fair for me to sound like I'm shitting on AEW all the time, which I'm not. I'm just want it to be better. And they talk a big game. And then not do the same thing for WWE. So I just wanted to put that out there. You know, I You and I both are critical of WWE when they do something that deserves the criticism. And I I just want everybody to understand that we're wrestling fans and we love wrestling. So anything we say that's critical of any company is because we just want it to be better. You know, we try not to do the needy wrestling fan thing. We try not to complain about things just because the booking didn't end up the way we wanted it to. We're more on along the lines of, Hey, you know that 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 angle they shot, they could have done something different to make it come off better. Or, you know, that you know video package was put together really shoddily. Things like that. That's what we're complaining about.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, we don't. We try not to complain about things not going the way. I say try not to. I think we do a pretty freaking good job of uh, not complaining about things. Because the storyline didn't progress the way we wanted it to. And I think yeah. that's a big problem that most people have. Our complaints are with things that can be fixed. Things that yeah. can be helped.
1: Yeah, 100%. I, I, I'm, right, I'm right there with you now. To keep the Inception train going, something that I wanted to point out again about AEW, and this is just, again, something they need to be better, and I can't take credit for this. Uh, Sam Roberts actually brought it up on his podcast, and I... Didn't even notice it, but one thing that he kind of pointed out was a production thing. And when I watched a press conference, I was at work, so I didn't have my eyes glued on the TV. But the whole promo with Hangman and Pac, it said via satellite up in the corner, and it was clearly a cell phone shot video. It was even, (laughs) it was even, it was in the vertical, it was in the vertical, uh, you know, vertical style instead of landscape, which, If you were via satellite, you would be definitely landscape TV style. It would not be vertical.
0: I mean, props to whoever picked that up. That's a good catch.
1: That was was Sam Roberts of the Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. Give him credit. And I thought, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, we don't need you guys to lie. We just need you to do what you do. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. We don't need you to lie. Just do what you do, man.
1: And and it kind of even... Loops into the whole, like, we sold tick, we sold Las Vegas out in one day is what they're saying. And I mean, I guess technically you can say that, but you had a pre-sale on Monday and then you had a thousand tickets left for Wednesday. Would yeah. you have sold it out in one day? Yeah, probably. But the fact is you did not. You had two days of sales. And that's I know true. that's, that's being very nitpicky, but at the same time, it's because it's all all these little things, Mike, are what the people who actually want AEW to fail, the people who are so hardcore, either WWE or hardcore New Japan and mad that they're plucking stars, whatever the case may be, are going to point this shit out. And it's going to start to affect, you know, the average fan who wouldn't really care about that. So I think it just, just present yourself. They do a great job presenting themselves. They don't need to change that. And I feel like they're not being... A hundred percent true to who they are because they have this big goal of this big dream and they're trying to do everything they can to present it as perfectly as possible, and sometimes you just need to be a little nitty gritty and honest, right?
0: Yeah, just be who you are, man. We like you guys for who you were. You don't need to show off and lie. We we like you guys for who you are already. Exactly. That's all I have, Mike. You have anything for last week on drive by? No nah, man, I've been really busy this week, and I didn't get to deep dive into the show like I usually like to. And you were just I, absolutely
1: perfect last week, to be fair, so...
0: Yeah, to be fair, I was 100% perfect. To be fair, I thought you were 100% perfect there, too, so...
1: Just some things I left out. Hey, we can't always squeeze everything into one show. There's just always... There's never the one that quite enough time.
0: Problem. You're the one that had a problem with yourself this week.
1: That's very true. That's very true. And this has been Last Week on Drive-By. All right, Mike, it was a big weekend this past weekend.
0: It it was. It wasn't expected to be, but it was. It
1: it, it really was. Um, You know, we had some we had a pay-per-view. We had some interesting developments on Monday and Tuesday, and and I think we need to get into a lot of this. And let's just briefly go over some of the Elimination Chamber uh, results First thing, before I go any further, anyone that did our... <laughs> I haven't even told you this one, Mike. Anyone that did our Elimination Chamber uh, pick ems, w- we're starting to do this. I will put these out. I'll try to put them out Sunday morning, if not Saturday night, when we have a pay-per-view. Uh, it's just a fun thing to do. You don't win anything. I do want to give shout-outs to whoever Stan- does the best job.
0: You get a Stanley no prize.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, problem is... We used to do this amongst ourselves and a very select few amount of people, so it was real easy to see who did what, tell them congratulations privately, whatever. We had like 30 people on this initial one right here where we opened it up, Mike, and I was like, man, this is going to be hard to, for me to go through and pick out who did the best thing. So I tried something with the software we were using, yeah. and I deleted the whole thing. Oh, fun. So... I couldn't get it back. I couldn't figure it out. Hey, it's all new to me, but I think I got a new plan going forward. Let's hope. Probably test it with you guys sometime before Fastlane. But I apologize. I don't know how anyone did. Although I will say Mrs. Shooter had some pretty good picks, and she may have actually beat everyone.
0: Well, good to her. Good for her. Yeah. That's
1: a maybe. And maybe we shouldn't tell her that, because if she hears this, she's going to gloat to me around the house.
0: I'm going to send her a message on Facebook. I hate you. I know.
1: (laughs) Alright, so Elimination Chamber. Women's Tag Team Champions were crowned in a Tornado Tag Chamber match. Uh, I I just want to say that this was a pretty good match. I really honestly thought it was going to be a train wreck just because there are so many bodies. A majority of them have never been in this environment. And some of them, quite frankly, aren't the greatest in the ring right now. It's no offense to anyone. It's just honesty. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the match. I enjoyed it. Did not have the outcome I thought it was going to. I really thought, you know, you'd have Naya and Tamina win. But that being said, to be quite honest, having the Boston Hulk Connection win probably is the right thing to do and makes, if, even if it doesn't make the most sense, it's probably the right answer.
0: At the end of the day, this is a company that likes feel-good moments and likes the face to win things. And there's – you know, I was listening to the New Age uh, Insiders post-show from Elimination Chamber. And they said there's never anything wrong with having the most popular guy or team win and they were they were the most popular team they were the best choice to win this and you didn't need to tell any set up any future story a future story set up itself you didn't need to set up some kind of future storyline with Nia and them man just give it to the team that most deserved it and that was the most popular team and they did that and it totally worked out best team that could have possibly won it
1: yeah I agree Uh, and I mean my only thing with this the 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 promo on bunday it really wasn't good no and i'm going to piss a lot of people off mike but i'm going to be honest man sasha and bailey as well-rounded superstars pro wrestlers whatever you want to call them they're just not
0: there no they're not it's funny how um you know, we talk a lot. It's hard to talk about any Charlotte Bailey, Sasha, or Becky without mentioning the other ones. Yeah. But it's yeah. interesting how just like far and above like head and shoulders
1: better Becky and Charlotte are. And I don't know I don't know where it comes from because I mean I know what I'm talking about I know what you're talking about you and I talk all the time on this show that like the wrestling is like what 10 to 20 percent of the whole package
0: yeah and that's the problem is everything outside the wrestling for them didn't progress their characters haven't progressed in any way they're not in any way wrestling wise they haven't progressed in any way like, they just. Their mic
1: skills have actually, I think, gotten, gotten worse. Worse.
0: So, I don't really understand as fans what we're supposed to latch onto here because they're not giving us anything.
1: No, they aren't. And I don't know, like, do you feel like it's a just we're, well, we're happy to be here? Or we're here doing a job. Like, that's the kind of vibe I get from these two anymore. I
0: think these two are extremely... I, th- I thought they were very genuine and the fact that they were happy that they won these
1: Oh, titles. yeah. Totally. And maybe... Maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe it was such an emotional... I mean, they they were two that lobbied for these titles to exist. Yeah. And not only did it happen, but they were rewarded with being the first you know, women's tag team champions. So maybe it was just an emotional roller coaster. Maybe they just didn't have anything left, but that's still your job. It's still your job. You still got to go out and present that package. And I just don't feel like they don't do it on a consistent enough basis for me to be like, yeah, I can understand why everyone's pissed that Sasha is not a 17 time women's champion. You get what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: because I, I don't understand why everyone's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> As we currently stand, I'm very confused by all of it.
1: Yeah, same, same. But congratulations to them, uh, regardless of all the shade we just threw on them. Uh, moving on, just another thing pretty important with the Chamber, Kofi Kingston being put in a driver's seat to Fastlane. He has a amazing showing in the Gauntlet match uh, last week on SmackDown. He goes to the Elimination Chamber. A lot of people assumed he'd be the first one out, and guess what? He's the last one in there, putting on a hell of a one-on-one performance against Daniel O'Brien when it came down to it. There were moments, even though I knew he wasn't going to win, where I thought he might win.
0: There, I already knew he wasn't going to win. But he's yeah, like, we all did. No, I mean, like, I, you know how it is for me. I work weekends.
1: Oh, watching on delay, you yeah. 100% knew he wasn't going to win. So I gotcha, I, I gotcha.
0: You 100% knew he wasn't going to win. Like, in, I, like, I, I factually knew. <clears throat> so, I watched it when I got home, and even then, there were moments
1: <laughs> where you're like, holy shit, maybe was they like, were wrong. Oh
0: my God, Kofi Kingston's going to win this match. And everyone was just fucking with me. Uh, But, I mean, obviously he lost. Um, (laughs) But, holy shit, I mean, it's unfortunate that he's going to Fastlane, because he's definitely not going to Mania now. Right. But, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that's kind of... But, man, is it, though? Like, is it unfortunate? Because he's going to get a main event match... Or, you know, close to a main event match at a pay per view for the title, which I mean, doesn't happen a lot for Kofi Kingston. And to be fair, I, we talked last week. I would love to have Kofi as a WWE champion. I would love if Kofi was the first African American WWE champion. I think that would be great, especially for the time he's put in in the company. He, that dude delivers every time he's in the ring. Yeah. So maybe it's actually, and don't get me wrong, WWE drops the ball. Here, here, let's point it out. You know, I think they've dropped the ball with Braun Strowman. I think they really dropped the ball with Rusev. Okay. And what I mean by that is when the, when they were getting over either despite the booking or because of the booking and they just didn't go anywhere with them, I, I think the time passed, the, the feelings from the crowd passed. You know, they're capitalizing on it with Becky right now. We'll get to that. And I clearly they're trying to do something with Kofi. But maybe, maybe we cool it off just a little bit to get through Mania. Because maybe Kofi shouldn't just come out of nowhere. As you kind of mentioned last week, not the best comparison, but a comparison that is in the ballpark of Jinder Mahal winning the WWE title.
0: I will say that after the last couple weeks... I've kind of stepped away from Kofi's. At least proved that on a main event level, he can excel. Yeah, hundred percent. but week, and... totally convinced me that on a main event level, he can excel. He's pinned Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton with his finisher. They gave him kind of. The, that he knows how to do. Yeah, that he knows how to do. They gave him the. <laughs> bu- they gave him the bump I was asking for last week. When I was saying I just needed something to convince me. They, that he's uh, can do it that that's all i needed i think he's at that level i just think it's unfortunate he's going to fast lane because i think if i think they could have drawn this story out they could have put someone else in at fast lane as a contender drawn the story out with kofi in between for another month and kofi could have got the chance to go to mania i don't think if you're going to fast lane you're going to mania
1: let me ask you this and this is just 100% honest to, honest to God just from your heart is in your opinion is Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan a WrestleMania worthy match?
0: I think I think on this WrestleMania it
1: is. See, I agree with that. I think at this WrestleMania it this is. WrestleMania, that being it said, it
0: totally is and it's totally exactly the kind of WWE title match you want at this WrestleMania. Seth and Brock is gonna be all it's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be the sports entertainment spectacle, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Becky and Charlotte, that's Becky Charlotte, uh Rhonda, however however that's gonna work itself out, be it Becky Rhonda or a triple threat, that's gonna be the best cross of both pro wrestling and sports entertainment but you could have daniel bryan and kofi be the pro wrestling fans match like title match yeah i would agree with now, that On a, a lot of other wrestlemanias is it a wrestlemania match probably no. not no but on this one it's 100% right it's like perfect for what you want this title to be doing
1: now
2: let's say now, with
0: that said aj styles and daniel bryan also fit that bill
1: yeah, and that's I would a WrestleMania
0: agree. WrestleMania match any year.
1: Well, here's. We'll, we'll kind of wrap up with Kofi here. I, I, I'm happy for him. I hope this develops into something down the road.
0: Would love to see him win at Fastlane.
1: Yeah, I would Honestly, too. I just don't think it's going to
0: happen. WrestleMania defending the title? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Like, I just want to stress how big of a supporter of Kofi we are. We just don't One think rumor it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, one rumor that I've heard, uh, and it's funny how some of these sites put these out because it was kind of formulated as, well, this is a possible storyline. This is all from B- Brian Alvarez's head, but he's basically saying that he totally thinks that they're going to split the New Day up at Fastlane, causing either Kofi to lose or after Kofi loses. And I just don't buy that, man. They're they're hot merch sellers. I don't think, I love the New Day. I'm still not tired of the act. I know some people are. I think this has legs. Maybe this is something to change the New Day up a little bit. Maybe they focus a little more on singles titles. They can still do the tag thing too. Uh, I think they'd be crazy to break this team up because people still enjoy them.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. I think this team doesn't ever need to break up.
1: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes factions can just go different directions. Sometimes they don't just need to be a split, and sometimes they could just take a break and come back to it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to have a S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, Seth Rollins chair shot moment for every faction.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, uh, Another rumor that I heard, which kind of cools off the Kofi Mania talk, there are three names that are really bouncing around for Daniel Bryan's opponent. You want to take a shot at what those three names are, Mike?
0: Yes. I do. Go for it. Let's say AJ Styles. Nope. No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Wrong on the first one. Wrong
0: on the first one. Mustafa Ali.
1: Wrong on the second one.
0: Randy Orton. (laughs) Wrong on the third one. Samoa Joe.
1: Wrong on the fourth one. (laughs) You want me to save you, Mike?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, who the fuck is left on this show? Jeff Hardy?
1: Well, 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 that's, that's where you're not thinking outside the box there, Oh, we're there.
0: going NXT.
1: No, Ken- no, not that Kenny far o- outside the box.
0: Kenny Omega?
1: No, yes, that's it. You heard it here
0: first, fans. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE title.
1: <laughs> Three names being passed around. Uh, John Cena. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, clearly. Um, Kevin Owens. Oh. Which, yeah. well, I'll keep going. And then the last one, we kind of tossed around before, Bray Wyatt. Oh. So, all that said, I like all three of those names. Yeah, I like those names. I don't have a problem with any of not them. You throw AJ, of- you throw AJ as a fourth, and Kofi as a fifth, uh, as five possibilities. I like every one of these and guys to go against Brian.
0: single one of them. I don't
1: have a do th- problem. Right, I do think if it's not Kofi, it's gotta be someone big, because the crowd's gotta be happy with it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna have to know, be someone that's gonna make them forget that Kofi is not winning this title.
1: So, it's got to be, I'd say, a John Cena. I'd say, you know, I think a returning Kevin Owens could pull it off. I do think a Bray Wyatt, if we can really revisit that story properly, could pull it off. And other than that, you're going to have to do, like, something even bigger, like a rock, and that's not going to happen. So, it's interesting. They, they got a lot of stuff going, and... You know, Kofi slotted in, taking the spot of Mustafa Ali, we're all pretty sure of that. Uh, I feel really bad for Mustafa Ali in this situation, but hey, Kofi made the best of it, good for him, and I guess we'll just see where this goes.
0: Yeah, it sucks for Mustafa Ali. This would have been a nice opportunity to show he's capable of, would have really elevated him, like they're trying to. Yeah, it,
1: it really would.
0: It's too bad, but maybe, you know, he comes back from this injury, still gets this elevation, And we get two, uh, you know, really good uh, wrestlers, top-tier guys out of this, I mean.
1: Yeah, it's always a possibility. then the last thing I really wanted to bring up with uh, Elimination Chamber was... Man,
0: I really bumble-fucked my words there, didn't
1: I? Oh, don't worry. I'll I'll edit it. I'll take care of it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The last thing I wanted to touch was... Uh, the man making her presence felt I wouldn't mind if at the elimination the chamber. I <laughs> well, with that said, I agree. Uh how how did you feel about this? Because we all kind of thought something was gonna happen. We didn't know what. We all knew Rhonda was gonna win. She squashed Ruby, and we basically said, No offense to you, Ruby. But the story build to WrestleMania is way more important than your match tonight. Let's get this out of the way so Becky Lynch can come in and beat the ever living dog shit out of both these two.
0: I didn't. Okay, so that's the only, I didn't really know that happened, but I knew something was going to happen. Like, all I really wanted <laughs> to check and see was what happened with the WWE title. So then, after I got done watching the Elimination Chamber, I was like, alright, I'll check it out and see what happened with Ronda and Ruby. And, man, what a fun segment that was.
1: <laughs> it was fun. It was vicious.
0: That was everything Charlotte you know in was like a wrestling segment with a badass character like that. It was outstanding.
1: Yeah, yeah for everyone kind of criticizing... Oh, she shouldn't apologize, this, that, and the other, takes off her edge. Well, they sure gave it back to her, didn't they?
2: They
0: sure did.
1: And if you're paying attention, guys, we got Ric Flair's birthday celebration in Atlanta at Raw this week. I'd be willing to bet a lot that the man is going to show up.
0: I'd say that's the only reason they're even doing it. (laughs)
1: I would agree with that Uh, Overall man, Elimination Chamber uh, Again One of those pay-per-views that I was not Super hyped for Super looking forward to Pretty much delivered for me man There weren't any dull spots It's over by like 10.30 which was fantastic Uh, Wasn't too long, didn't drag on too long And We got to see some pretty decent matches And some stories continuing to be told I enjoyed it I'd give it i'd give it a b plus
0: uh b b plus for me i as well i thought it was a very enjoyable show
1: so they're doing it with these pay-per-views guys so let's keep hope i mean we are on the road to wrestlemania they usually do bring their a game at least for the big shows and a big storyline so let's hope that they keep uh that kind of action up and keep us all invested Guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we're actually going to throw to a couple, maybe new correspondents for Drive-By here. Uh, brief introduction, this is uh, Boris and his cousin Bart, and they're just going to give us a little bit of a Elimination Chamber review and their thoughts on it, and hopefully you guys enjoy. Hang tight, the mics on mics, we'll be right back.
3: Hello, thank you very much for having us. Very, very much. I am Boris. This is my far superior cousin, Barth. Fairly sure you mean inferior, but do not ever tell me what I mean again. I will kill you until you die from it. Sorry, relax, keys. Wow. Hey, so we're here
4: for uh, the quick uh, recap this week. It is uh, the Elimination Chamber, which
3: unbelievable. The man comes out and devastates Charlotte with the crush. It was just... Once again, we are talking women's wrestling. Right away. First thing. Dude, everybody else likes it, except for you. Everybody else. Ridiculous. That is utter trash. There is no chance that is true. No chance. It, well, it is. Okay, relax.
4: Everyone else likes it. So the man was crazy. She destroyed Charlotte with the crutch. Uh, it was it was kinda brutal, gotta say, but I do have to say one of the things. Charlotte has the greatest WrestleMania sign point of all time. There is no comparison, truthfully. It is PERFECTION PERFECTION. And later in the show, Kofi Kingston took the house and just
3: burned it to the ground, as you could say. <laughs> you know, anyways. Ridiculous joke. Horrible. Absolutely horrible joke.
4: All right. Whatever. Yours aren't great either, so whatever. Um, then uh, the next night, Raw
3: was, um... Horrible women, to start Let's start away. Say right away, the tag team champions were horrible. It was unbearable.
4: Alright, uh, it wasn't that great. Um, well, actually, just to get to see the two, it was kinda sweet. It was a little cool seeing the titles out there, you know, I thought that was kinda cool.
3: Of course you did. Everything you say is crap. You are a moron. Everything you do, no good. Everything you say, no good. Alright, that's
4: enough. Okay, enough. Um, So later on, there was a uh, super small match with a bunch of tiny little wrestlers. There were some uh, new NXT guys against the Tag Team Champions, the Revivals, you know. Um, That was kind of cool. But the ref was bigger than the wrestlers. He was like three feet taller than all the other wrestlers.
3: No, that's not true. At least it was not the women. It wasn't girls wrestling out there again. Stop with the girls. Not again. And no one
4: wants to hear it again. That. That's it. That's it.
3: No more. All right, fine. Anyways, the end of Raw had this very strange-looking Heath Slater, creepy-looking, dead-looking, I don't even know. But it was he beat Elias at the end. This was no good. I did not... Not like this one bit. Is that seriously what you saw at the end of Raw? <laughs> That's what you saw? Wow.
4: Anyways, <clears throat> SmackDown was the next night, and it was uh, the lame. I, I hate to say it, but everyone loves NXT, but just didn't get it. The guys were kind of lame, small, you
3: know, not my thing. Um, but uh, the problem with SmackDown was no Rusev. That's it. No Rusev, no SmackDown for me. That's the end. Alright, oh my gosh, it's
4: ridiculous. Uh, finally, the uh, Kofi, we finally get super silly versus super serious Daniel Bryan versus Kofi
3: Kingston. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be just out of this world. I do agree. It should be good, but then once again, the morons with no proceph. The Iron Bull deserves to be in the main event. He deserves to start the pay-per-view. He deserves to middle-card the pay All right.
4: Okay, that's enough for tonight. Well, hey, thanks for having us. It was super awesome. It was super fun. You have me. I am Bart, and I am the uh, super smart wrestling fan, and this is my cousin here.
3: I am Boris. He is a moron.
1: All right, Mike, we had a very, very interesting Monday and Tuesday night, did we not? Um. Yeah,
0: I would say we did. I would sure say we
1: did. Some pre-shake-up shake-ups, maybe? Some, I don't know if I want to call them call-ups, I don't know if I want to call them debuts, I don't know if I want to call them showcases, because I'm not sure exactly what the hell's going on, but... The four best people in NXT showed up on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. Um,
0: uh, the four best people not named Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, and I I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm slighting Adam Cole because I love the undisputed era. I love Adam Cole, but to be fair, these probably are these four men. No. Johnny Gargano, I agree with
0: you. These four men probably are really the top four guys. Yeah. And it's interesting. It was just interesting to me that, you know, Adam Cole was not one of them.
1: Well, if you look at it, I think this might all play in, and and I'll get to that. But I think Adam Cole is going to play a, in the whole Undisputed Era, is going to play a very important role.
0: I do I agree I think it's Adam in NXT Cole, for the next year it's hard to put Adam Cole there I, I I think because as well I think undisputed era is attached to him and it's it's different
1: and it's too it's too much of a big thing in NXT right now to just destroy it
0: yeah you can't exactly slide him out there on his own he has to come out with some guys
1: yep and, and I I think. You know, I still don't know what all of this means because we don't know if this is a permanent thing, if this is a, well, we want to see what reaction they got, and maybe we won't see them again. I mean, I think we're going to see them again. I think we're going to see them next week. Uh, I have heard, heard rumblings that Ricochet might work Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Ooh. So... I mean, whether that's just false hope internet rumors or whether there's some real legs to that story, I, I don't, I can't tell you, but I mean, I like it. It, it definitely piques my interest, but that said something that it's just first, you know, we, we got to figure out what it is. But the second thing is like some of the fake fan outrage for this is kind of laughable you know, I the biggest thing, and I don't know if it has to do with NXT taping or if it has to do with just NXT in general. But people were mad in saying, "How dare they put Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa together as DIY on Raw?" When that's not the story we're telling in NXT, and I'm like, "Wait a minute,
0: that is the story we're telling in NXT."
1: It is exactly the story we're telling in NXT because if you're paying attention they kind of reunited at TakeOver in a quasi not-quite-sure-what-they're-doing kind of way. And then they fought together with Adam Cole at Halftime Heat, so they teamed there. So I don't think it's that out of the question to assume that they can coexist at this point in their storyline.
0: Yeah, this is exactly the story we're telling. I don't... Why? Right. Why are you mad? Are you mad just to be mad? Cause that's fine <laughs> if you are.
1: That's cool. Yeah. It, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. And, you know, I heard, well, this isn't fair to the people who invest in NXT cause now the story's all wrong or we're not going to get to see the story play out. Well, listen, I, I don't give spoilers here, but, and I don't want to. I do know some things that happened at the next NXT taping and I just want to let you guys know, just calm down because. Could this be an absolute shit show? Yeah, it could. But there's also a lot of potential for the stories you know and love to continue to be told in NXT and up on the main roster. So, I mean, we'll have to see where it goes. Will they love each other one place and hate each other the other? I don't know. It's too early to tell. And like I said, NXT's taped so things can change and sometimes they'll do things to throw you off. We don't really know. But, I mean... I'm not going to hate on the fact that someone might come up to the main roster and get a bigger paycheck. You know what I mean?
0: Not at all, man. Call me tits, people. Things. people. <laughs> I good. mean, that's that's kind of what they do it for. Uh, Aleister Black got a couple big wins. They all
1: got big they wins, to be fair. Big, but
0: Aleister Black, I feel like, got solid singles wins.
1: I mean, he beat Elias. He beat... Uh, Andrada. I'm sorry, they shortened his name, and I couldn't remember which one they went with. Andrade. Andrade. Congratulations. I almost said
0: Congratulations almost. Congratulations on your new relationship with the Queen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that news broke we this week. We don't talk gossip on here usually, but uh, man, that's a hell of a come up, bro. You really, really <laughs> swung it out of your weight class on this one, and uh, hats off to you. Um,
1: well, you know... Andrade's dating Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair's sister is married to Conrad Thompson. I know. Conrad Thompson is like third vice president co-op of StarCast slash AEW. So clearly, Charlotte Flair's going to AEW. Duh.
0: Everybody knows that.
1: And take and, and taking Andrade and with and
0: her. And they're going to both be used correctly for the first time ever in their careers.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway... Big wins for all four of these guys, both nights, on both shows. Uh, you can say what you want. You can say, well, you know, let we cut the legs out of Andrade, Elias, you know, whatever. Look, you'd be mad if they debuted and lost, so you can't be mad if they debut and win because it just proves you're never happy. Maybe you just didn't want them to debut, and I, I guess for whatever reason, that's fine. You're hardcore in NXT. I get that. But again... Don't be someone getting a call-up. You know what I mean? That's not fair either.
0: That's just being a dickhead.
1: And clearly, we don't know exactly what this is. I do think these guys stick around. I think they work all three shows for uh, at least until Mania. But I I wanted to kind of throw this by you because we've seen a lot of differences over the years, but uh, specifically in the current time. Do
0: you think these guys get hold on before we move past this? Do you think mm-hmm. these guys get called up, like, after Mania permanently?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, and, again, I, I think it depends on how the storylines that are going on in NXT play out. But I think they'll work all either all three or, you know, maybe they'll put two of them on SmackDown, two of them on Raw, and so they're not overloading them. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think they're on at least two of the three brands, at least until Mania. And then probably... It'll change. Now, who knows? Maybe we're moving toward more fluidity with the three brands, and I think that would actually be the answer.
0: Yeah, I don't like that idea.
1: To an extent. Do I want to see the NXT Championship being defended at Elimination Chamber? No, I don't. That being said, you know, having... A little bit of fluidity with not everybody but some of the stars, which they're doing with and I will give a spoiler. Bailey and Sasha Banks showed up at NXT for the tapings. Throwing that out there. So those titles are going to be defended across the three brands.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that.
1: And that, that's kind of what I'm talking about here. Something along those lines It doesn't have to necessarily do with titles. But I'm okay with I don't it. think I... I wouldn't have a problem with John Cena showing up on NXT and challenging Tommaso Ciampa for the I title. I would
0: have a problem with John Cena doing it. I would have a problem if people start jumping across shows all the time. There's certain people yeah, uh, that uh, I think can do it. Like, I don't mind these tag team titles doing it. I don't mind John Cena doing it because John Cena has that pass. Um... I don't mind NXT stars doing it when they first come up before they go to a show. I do mind it when Seth Rollins is showing up on SmackDown now. I, yeah, no, no, I,
1: I totally agree I with that. I do mind
0: it when Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era are on Raw for no reason at all. If, well, I guess I don't mind any NXT star showing up just to get their name out there. I like how they do that occasionally. So I don't really mind any NXT stars doing it. But And I don't mind anyone going to NXT either. It just gets you eyes on NXT. My problem is, I guess, when your main roster going to the other main roster show just for the shits and gigs.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's why I think you gotta do it very carefully. And I don't know if that's what they're doing, so we'll just table that for later. I just think it's not the worst idea. Um, But what is the best way to handle these call-ups? Cause, because recently we've seen two styles, you know. The most recent is, hey, here's four guys, here's what they're all about, you're going to see them tonight. And then you're going to see them Tuesday. Uh, right before that, we had the little, the Lars Sullivan class, which Lars did not graduate from. Uh, Heavy Machinery, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, <laughs> EC3. Uh, getting three three weeks, I think, of vignettes, and then tv time on both shows for all of those stars not really landing anywhere quite yet so, uh, none of them really hitting any kind of re- i mean heavy machinery gets cheers Lacey is kind of cheered a little bit uh ec3 is kind of getting buried I don't want to use that word because I hate that word, but let me rephrase that. AC3 is getting lost in the shuffle, and Nikki Cross literally looks like a crazy person with no home. <laughs> so I guess, you know, what's the best way to handle it? Because we got those options. You got the, and this is something you can't do with everyone, but you got the, you know, the KO debut where he comes in, tells John Cena he's going to beat him as the NXT champion and beats John Cena. An amazing intro, you know. You've got the the Shield intro where we put this team together. We bring them up for a purpose to be bodyguards for CM Punk. So, I mean, there's all these different ways that they've done this thing. You know, they've done the post Mania call ups. They've done what they did with Paige is one example that sticks out, and she wins the title the first night. You know what I mean? Like, so there's all this different all these different ways that they've gone about these things, is, is there the perfect way? Have they just not hit it yet? Or is it just something that is just going to depend on the star and how they want to use them?
0: I think it's a combination of both. I think it's, they just haven't really come up with the best possible way to debut them. I think that's a problem. But like you mentioned a couple right there that were, that were freak accidents. The Shield... Was that was that was almost a guaranteed no fail. That was something they put thought into, though. Which three guys? How did debut them? Where? Uh, the way they took out top stars. Um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out as a prize fighter looking for a fight, and he beat up John Cena. Those were excellent ways to do it. But this just showing up thing without any real purpose i think maybe that's the difference those guys had purposes
1: yeah yeah and they're i think that's fair up, so
0: this showing up aimlessly and just like walking around backstage and in the case of heavy machinery being completely unlikable buffoons <laughs> uh like seriously man what is going on with these guys
1: I don't know. These guys are. I enjoy. Shut I up. enjoy Shut Otis. Up. I, do. Shut up. I do. I do. I uh, do. I have to be honest, man. Uh, I enjoy him.
0: If this dude was a friend of a friend, you would never want him to be around.
1: I mean, yeah, that's probably a fair assessment. You'd be
0: like, man, tell me. You would be like. Look, dude. Like, I'm just gonna let you know, man. Like, fucking Otis is over here. You'd be like, "Fuck, man, dude, really? How the fuck would you invite <laughs> Otis over?" You'd be like, "Look, man. Like, I know that you don't like him, but he's been my friend for a really long time."
2: I'd be like, fine, shit.
1: I mean, that's fair. <laughs> it's totally fair. Otis uh,
0: seems like the type of dude that gets like tells you way too much. About his, like, ass gets way too personal sexually. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I do, yeah. Like,
0: well, yeah, you can get down in there and you get the finger in there, and then, you know what I mean? And the brown eye, and you're like, oh, dude, I don't even know you. Stop asking me questions about my wife like that. Oh. <laughs> I don't I just don't care for these uh, guys at all. Anyway, teach each their own, man, if you're a fan of them. So, right
1: on. If, if the only answer... If the only true answer is to come up with a purpose, then you kind of have to make your own path, don't you? Because not everyone can come up with a purpose. Or, is that on the booking committee? Is that on the creative? Is that on Vincent Hunter to make sure everybody has a direct purpose when they come up i
0: think it's on i think at the end of the day it should be on them to make sure everyone has a purpose when they come up but i don't think it's ever gonna happen so i think it might be on the talent to have to find something
1: to maybe go out of their comfort zone and push themselves. yeah maybe yeah, and we're gonna talk about that, Mike. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and you and I have tossed this volleyball around for a long time. We never really, never really ran with it. We're, we're gonna do it. I have a list of NXT call ups, and you know, we get a we they get a bad rap. The WWE gets a bad rap for calling people up from NXT and just completely ruining them. People literally say, "I don't want to see this guy or this girl go." Because they will ruin them, and I think I think it's going to surprise a lot of you when you hear the names and we discuss them and just give a thumbs up or thumbs down on how they're doing or how they've done, and kind of just see where it all lays out. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think I know where your head is in a lot of this, Mike, so we're going to hit that and, and take a look at that when we come back.
0: And now, a reading of the lyrics... To the Muppet Show theme song by the Nearfall Network own, Real one, aka Enzo Amore.
2: This is the Muppet Show. It's time to play the music, it's time to light the lights, it's time to meet the Muppets. On the Muppet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain. On the Muppet Show tonight. Why do we always come here? <laughs> I guess we'll never know it's kind of like a torture to have to watch the show shit's dark but now let's get things started why don't you get things started it's time to get things started on the most sensational inspirational Celebrational. Muppetational! Not sure Muppetational is a word. Don't quote the on that one. Kids, don't go to work. Like, You know, don't go to school, kids. If you saying Muppetational to people, it might not. The there's is like. sure that it's not a real word, so don't you know be saying it to people. People gonna look at you crazy, muppetational. But you know, if you want to say it to the Zoe, that's fine. The Zoe understands what you mean, muppetational. Anyway, this is what we call the Muppet Show
1: tonight. How you doing? Oh, Enzo. He seems like he's in a better place
0: that dude's been doing better I noticed that um, there's been like firewood in my backyard so I think it's the, he's been staying warm
1: and I'm sure the chopping uh, you know a little bit of exercise yeah,
0: man. Well, probably like, helps him I help this tree I want to get rid of so I told him you know like hey man look cut this tree down you can have the wood. You go ahead and stay warm back there. So it's pretty cool, man. He's actually rigged like a like like some duct work. He's run like it's real neat. Like what he does is like he pumps the heat from the fire outside, like through a series of duct work into the tent.
1: That's incredible. Yeah,
0: it's fucking industrious, is what it is.
1: For sure. For some reason, I, I have a sneaking suspicion Enzo at least has one HVAC guy in his family.
0: Yeah, I'm not shocked.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, NXT call Mike. I, I put a list together. I'm sure I missed some. Uh, so if I did and you think of them, let me know. We'll go over them. And we don't have to spend a lot of time, but... I want to get basically a thumbs up, thumbs down from you and from me and see if we agree, disagree, because the going thing is, WWE ruins everybody that comes from NXT, and everybody, that's just not true. It's
0: true, they ruin everyone. (laughs) They ruin everyone, Mike, we're going to prove it right, right here.
1: Okay, well let's start out. Are you ready for this?
0: I'm
1: ready. I'm going to put four of them all lumped together, Uh and we can debate. Here we go, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky—the four horsewomen of NXT.
0: Well, I think clearly they've ruined all four of these ones. (laughs) Clearly. Um. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. If by all of them
1: being multiple-time women's champions, you mean ruining? Absolutely. Let's
0: quickly run it down here. Uh, Charlotte, greatest of all time. Becky, currently the biggest thing in WWE.
1: Uh, Possibly in pro wrestling,
0: and the other two are doing other two things, like win tag titles. So yeah, they're champions yeah, too. They're champions too, as well as multiple singles titles. They're obviously just not as good as the others. uh yeah, okay. So they they're clearly ruined,
1: <laughs> and, and I think that's the point. Like, one of the points that I want to try to make with this, and this doesn't just this doesn't just lie on NXT. Uh, it, it goes for anyone that comes into the company. Uh, we are getting to that strange period, Mike, where most people are going to be from NXT now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're getting to the point where I think honestly, the, the last people that had a shot to come in and not start an NXT were probably the young bucks and I mean, obviously Cody, but probably the young bucks and Kenny.
0: Yeah, I'd say that was probably it. I think there's going to be very special cases, but I think those cases are going to be very few and far between. Yep. I think we're I would talking agree. guys even like Okada would have to run through NXT.
1: Even for a 3-month program, 3-month yes. time period. So, I mean, get ready for this guys because it's that's, that's where we're getting our future from is from NXT. It's not just a catchphrase, it's not just a slogan, it's it's the damn truth. Uh, And right off the bat, four women, they're all a thumbs up. Wouldn't you agree, Mike? Yeah, it's all good. Okay, this one may have a different take on it. Uh, I don't think you will. Asuka, thumbs up or thumbs down?
0: I'm going to give it a, a hesitant thumbs up because of where she's currently at. But I think if you'd have asked me six months ago, I'd maybe have had a different answer.
1: Well, I think you have to look at it like this, Mike. Yeah, she's currently the SmackDown Women's Champion, which is a, a more recent development. That being said, she was in the title match for SmackDown at WrestleMania. That's true. She, that has, was, that ha, and she, she, she was, and Rumble. she won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. So. Yeah. To say that she's been ruined is, I and think, I don't even, asinine. And, and
0: I guess I was thinking, like, I wasn't even thinking in terms of ruined, because she hasn't. That's stupid. She's not been ruined at all.
1: Great. Okay. We agree on that one. Uh, moving on. Paige.
0: No, I think pa- not at all. Paige ruined herself.
1: Well, I mean, she's injured. She had some personal things go on, which were technically not her fault but i mean she debuted she beat aj lee that night for the at the time divas championship and minus the speed bumps in her personal life and her health she's had a really good in-ring career uh i'd love to see something change to where she could do a daniel bryan return i don't know if that's ever going to happen but clearly for the short time she had in this company as an in-ring performer She was a success. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any arguing that.
0: Yeah, no, you can't argue that at all. Who could argue that?
1: I I couldn't tell you. Okay, moving on. Rusev.
0: Um, Rusev. Let's understand that Rusev wasn't that big of a deal in NXT, okay?
1: He was not that big of a deal in NXT. Anything
0: Rusev is right now is like a bonus.
1: That's a valid point you make.
0: Yeah, so thumbs up. Don't tell me about Rusev not getting his. Rusev got about all he was ever destined to be.
1: Um, I do think they dropped the ball currently with him. I, I think the Rusev Day thing was... I mean, that was his time to shine, and they didn't run with it. But that's not... And that's totally not his fault. I mean, he gave it to him on his you know, silver platter, and they didn't go with it, but I didn't really look at it like you did, where he wasn't that big of a deal in NXT, so uh, I had a thumbs down, but you switched me, man. You switched me. Thank you. (laughs) Alright. The artist, Shinsuke Nakamura. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um,
0: thumbs up.
1: I mean, he's a U.S. champion multiple times. He's a Royal Rumble winner. He was in the title match at WrestleMania. I honestly put a lot of this on him, and I could be wrong, but man, I don't think Nakamura that we have on the main roster is the same Nakamura that was in New Japan, and not even the same one that was in NXT, and I don't think it's the booking. I think it's him.
0: Um, I'm not sure whether I agree with you or not on that. I just... I feel like he could be used better. I don't know whose fault that is, but um, I still don't think he's been misused.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. All right. This is a group, and we'll throw Nikki Cross in there with it. Sanity. Sanity.
0: I think they that's this is another one where it's like I think they could be doing more, but I don't feel they're being disrespected by the way they're used.
1: Um, I'm gonna disagree with you because you do bring up a good point with Rusev. I'm not gonna say Sanity was a huge deal in NXT, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They were at one point in time NXT tag champs, were they not?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: And they were brought up to not do anything I mean there's literally four to six week stretches where we don't even see them
0: yeah that's true they have no purpose none whatsoever other than just so, show up and be an extra tag team occasionally
1: of all the names we've given I have to give that one the first thumbs down
0: yeah I think we can cause they yeah that's fair
1: Okay, uh, another one of the call-ups that came with them, Andrade. And I guess we'll throw Zelina Vega in there. They're kind of a package deal.
0: Um, I, to be determined.
1: I think that's fair. I, I think to be determined is, a definitely, is definitely the way to describe this. Uh, that being said... If you had a gun to my head, I'd say thumbs up because it's too early to say thumbs down. I mean, he's getting spotlight matches with Rey Mysterio. Has he been booked perfectly? No, but it seems like they like what he has to offer. It seems like they like the package of him and Zelina Vega, and I I mean, I think there's bigger things in the works for him. So I would say yes, the jury's still out, so we'll just say too soon to call.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's getting good matches against AJ Styles, and he's showing what he can do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, I think it's
1: too early. Alright. Uh, formerly known as The Drifter, Elias.
0: Uh, Yeah, thumbs up. Definitely.
1: He's way more over than he ever oh, was in yeah, NXT. Definitely,
0: I think he's doing great.
1: I enjoy him. I enjoy him as a heel. I enjoy him as a face. I don't care that he flip flops. It does not bother me at all. He's kind of like that. Even though he's not an attraction, he's kind of an attraction act, don't you think?
0: Um, a little bit, just for the what the the presence and the presentation of it all.
1: I, I and I think that that does need to change, but. I mean, so far, he's definitely done way more than he ever did in NXT, and I think they're doing a good job with him. All right. Kevin Owens.
0: Well, obviously, he's been very successful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, storylines with Chris Jericho, uh, before Brock was the longest-reigning Universal Champion, <laughs> however you want to put it. Uh, yeah, KO's got a good future ahead of him, and he's had a good... He's had a good run in every part of this company that he's been in so far. At
0: every level.
1: Uh, his uh, his cohort, Sammy Zane.
0: Yeah, I think Sammy's done well, as also. I don't. I mean, I get that there's people that think that Sammy could probably be doing more, but I think Sammy's, well, Sammy's doing and, plenty.
1: And here's the thing every person on this list can't be a champion. He, or the champion yeah, even you know what i mean like just so he's you a have to
0: it doesn't mean that he gets to be champion
1: right so you have to kind of measure your expectations i guess and do I see Sammy as someone who could be a. us or an intercontinental champion absolutely uh do I see him being a dominant world or universal champion no i don't I'm sorry I just don't and i like Sammy' Zayn but I think he's in the exact spot he needs to be in right now. Agreed. And I don't mean injured and at home, by the way.
0: <laughs> no, uh, no, We of course we don't mean that. We're Sammy
1: fans. Okay. The Demon King, Finn Balor.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a thumbs down, huh?
1: Yeah, I know. First ever uh, Universal yeah. champ. Yeah, I- Ready to strap the rocket to him. Got injured. Got the... Got, To have about a year to acclimate to acclimatize himself to actually being on the main roster after an injury, and now he's the Intercontinental Champ. He sucks.
0: Yeah, it didn't work out for him at all.
1: (laughs) Big thumbs up for Finn, he's a big merch seller. Fans love him. It seems that it, I like, I know his name is tossed around a lot with AEW. I don't think this dude's leaving his company anytime soon, if ever. I don't
0: think so either.
1: All right. And this is this is where we're getting the meat of things. Are you ready for this one? Yeah I'll throw all these three together Roman Seth and Dean yeah
0: they definitely. Whew. <laughs> definitely
1: I don't know if you guys are picking up on the pattern that's going on here, but so far we're looking pretty good. All right we can skip by those we are all thumbs up. the Wyatts, Bray, Luke, and Eric. Harper and Roan, if you didn't pick up those names, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: again, misused doesn't mean that they haven't been used well.
1: <sighs> yeah, I would say that they're misused. I would say that they definitely have potential in other forms, but I mean, Bray Wyatt's a former WWE champion. Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are all former tag team champions. And Luke Harper's a former Intercontinental champion. These guys have won titles, guys. Like, and and since all of the haters usually want to kind of compare championships versus meaningful story, they might not have had some of the most meaningful stories, but they're champions. That's true. <laughs> so I gotta give them, I gotta give them a thumbs up. Do I want better for them? Yeah, but they have not been ruined on the main roster. Yeah. Okay, two thirds of the new day, Biggie and Xavier Woods. Um,
0: yeah, it's not even worth the discussion,
1: yeah, is it's it? Not even worth
3: the discussion. <laughs> One
1: point. of the most over tag teams in the current product. Ever. Uh, no,
0: not in the current product ever.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Uh, you know, could you could we see bigger things for even all three of these guys? But these two specifically, I can see Big E as champ. I could see Xavier Woods as a mid card champ, and possibly a WWE champ. Uh will they get there? I don't know. Maybe. But if they never do, I'm not gonna say that they had a bad career because they've done amazing things with what they've done so far.
0: Yeah, they've they really like by all rights even are doing better than anybody probably thought they would when judging by the first six months of each of their careers.
1: Yep. I would agree. All right. Uh, kind of going back to uh, Bray and his family line in real life, uh, Bo Dallas.
0: Now, now that's a tricky one. Because he was an NXT champion, but he was an NXT champion at a time when there wasn't a lot going on.
1: Yeah. So, I, I get what you're saying.
0: Um, I don't know what thumbs down I guess but I feel like that's maybe by his like he just didn't get over he just doesn't connect, yeah uh, he doesn't connect with the crowd and I honestly think it's a him thing
1: yeah I would agree with that I would also give him a thumbs down I just and I don't know that he's he's okay in the ring his character works okay. He's just not great, and I don't think he connects enough, and I don't think that's a WWE thing. I think that's a Bo Dallas thing. I really
0: do think it's a Bo Dallas thing.
1: Here's an interesting one with some developing uh, news from this week. Ty Dillinger.
0: Ty Dillinger. Um, Ty Dillinger, I give a thumbs in the middle.
1: Okay, that's fair. I'm going to give him a thumbs down, but I don't blame the company.
0: I don't blame the company or Ty, really, to be honest with you. Because Ty, I think, is kind of like at the max of his potential. And he got well, he got yeah. over a mid-card gimmick to about the level that anybody, anybody could have got this gimmick over to.
1: So I don't... It's not a very good gimmick.
0: No, nah, man, and anybody could have got it over to this gimmick. It's just counting.
1: And it... It's a it's a great gimmick for NXT.
0: It's a great gimmick for like Ring of Honor and shit like that. It's NXT yeah. is yeah, exactly. It's just not it's not main roster. It's something that'll get you attention at first, but it's not gonna something they're gonna put the title on, you know. I just Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at with him.
1: I think that's fair. Uh let's see. I'm going to give him a thumbs down just so we can be a little more fair and at least have some argument points here. Okay. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, the Ascension.
0: Um, thumbs down.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: That's, a, that's one that they pretty clearly fucked up with. I think that's the ultimate go-to for, you know, the subject that we're talking about right now. I think The Ascension is like the poster child of the poster children.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. They, uh, and I don't know that misuse is a correct term with them either. They just, I don't know. I, you know, you hear those stories, you hear those things. Yeah. You wonder, like, did they piss somebody off right off the bat and they just said, you know what, we're done with these guys or what? I mean, they're still paying them. So, uh, it's just interesting, but yeah, they're a failure. Uh, Tyler Breeze, and we'll say Fandango. We'll, we'll lump them together.
0: I honestly think these gimmicks, like, uh, out-surpassed what
2: anybody could have put before them.
1: And I, and I think that's a fair statement. I love Tyler Breeze. I, I love his in, in-ring work. Hey,
0: we're both, we have both, you know, talked on here, we we enjoyed these guys. I just think that these gimmicks, I think, I think these were the kind of those cursed gimmicks anyways.
1: There are gimmicks that only go so far if you don't change them and mature them. And they haven't done that with any of them. Now, fair, maybe they didn't get the full shot, but sometimes, sometimes that's going to happen. And sometimes you do have to reinvent, you have to change, you have to do this on your own and make it happen. And it just didn't, I don't know, but, to be fair, I'll give them both a thumbs down as well. Uh, I would love to see... I would love to see them... This is going to probably irritate people. I when Whenever Fandango is healthy again, I would love to see them back in the tag team division and in a more serious gimmick.
0: Yeah, that'd be... They need something. They need a change. Uh, they got to get away from these gimmicks.
1: So... Here's the thing, Mike. I just named roughly... Hold on. We got
0: another one. I, I just. Thought, you got one? I, I Go got ahead. One. Adam Rose. And, oh. and by way of Adam Rose...
1: No Way Jose. No Way Jose. Good, good, good call there. Good call. Uh, now, I was doing people still in the company, but I like it because it is an association. Uh, no Way Jose is the poor man's Adam Rose, and the poor man's Adam Rose... Probably doesn't want to be Adam Rose anyway. Um, I don't want to say they failed with Adam Rose because I don't think he was anything that big in NXT other than an entrance, right? Yeah. And to be fair, No Way Jose is, like, the less fun version of that entrance. And I didn't see anything in No Way Jose in NXT,
0: yeah, I saw some of his stuff in NXT. It wasn't. I mean, he could be better. He could be worse. So I
1: just. I guess.
0: I don't know. Just should they? I feel like maybe these are two gimmicks that like you should just be happy you're on the main roster.
1: Yeah i i, I can I can get behind that statement. I can't even give them a thumbs down because I don't think it's. I think it's the gimmicks, and that sucks if you're saddled with something like that that does not work on the main roster, but it it just doesn't, and I don't know who to blame. I don't want to put the blame on anyone other than the gimmick. You know what I mean?
0: Always got to have losers for the winners to beat.
1: It's very, very true. So we just went over about 26, 27 names, and we have pretty much if you we'll just throw those other two on there that we just mentioned uh no Jose and adam rose you have like seven or eight thumbs down here with an undecided on andrade and the rest are thumbs up so when every single person complains about the nxt call-ups and how bad they are. And how they ruin these call-ups. I almost think I'm going to keep this list and just send them.
0: Yeah, you should.
1: Send them the list. Send them the list and write the accomplishments of these people.
0: Like, okay. Because... So like, seven of them? All right, guys.
1: Yeah. I mean... And I think that's a pretty good achievement, don't you?
0: I'd say that's a pretty good fucking ratio.
1: If you've called up, give or take, 30 people, and 20 of them have been from marginal marginally to highly successful, I think that's pretty good. That's a very good ratio. A very, very good winning percentage. <laughs> and, 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 you know, before we wrap up, Mike, Ty Dillinger asked for his release. It was granted to him. Uh, he was not wished future endeavors. It was just that we've come to the terms with the release of uh, Ty Dillinger. <sighs> Man, I hate to be that guy, but once again... You know, I know AEW is on the tip of everybody's tongue when someone asks for a release when someone does this, someone does that. I like Ty Dillinger, but Ty Dillinger is not a guy who's going to go change the world in AEW. Right, he's 38
0: years old, people. 38 like, years old. Like if you haven't
1: if you and yeah, I know Cool Chris Jericho is almost 50. Yeah, but Chris Jericho's been Chris Jericho since
0: 1996. The,
1: the the ayatollah of rock and roll the 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 Chris Jericho Y2J all of that wrapped into one since 1996. Like this guy was over almost from the get go in WCW, even in the NWO ran like shit show. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're talking about Ty Dillinger uh, Ty Dill- is not Chris Jericho. No, Ty Dillinger achieved his first bit of success in his mid 30s with a lower mid-card gimmick that literally anyone could have gotten over to the same degree he did. Ty Dillinger, honest to God, should be thanking his stars. He's on the WWE roster getting paid right now and should be trying to make all that bank he can because he should be looking at retiring soon because he's not going to ever be a main eventer like he thinks and he's just destroying his body. So he might as well make all the money he can in the amount of time he can. But whatever, man. Have fun asking for your release. Go ahead and reinvent yourself (laughs) at 40, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... (sighs) It's interesting. Now, as we record, it seems as though WWE is in spring cleaning mode.
0: Yeah, it It... does. It does. I have seen the same, probably the same headlines you have seen popping.
1: Well... You know, just as we do this, and more might come out, but Arn Anderson was released from WWE, which that one is a shocking win. I don't know if this is something he asked for because he maybe wants to be home. I mean, I don't know how old Arn is, but he's no spring chicken, and he's been doing this for a long, long time. I don't understand So oh. it, it might just be... I, I want to be done, and I want to be home, and, and that's perfectly fine.
0: Maybe he's got a real firm stance on this no try to end the hall of fame thing. <laughs>
1: uh, I doubt it. Uh, so he has been released. Uh, Ty Dillinger has officially been given his release. Hideo Tommy has now officially been announced as being released from WWE did, did, and won it. did
0: you Are you about to say yeah. the, the other one? Yeah, okay. go, go ahead. No, go well, ahead.
1: I, I was not really thinking any way, shape, or form, but TJ Perkins has been released from WWE.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: So, I mean, clearly WWE is shaking in their boots. at the thought of AEW scooping up all these stars, and they're just going to release them like that.
0: Yeah, might as well just go ahead and release them now, so AEW doesn't have to
1: steal them from them. With You know these guys are all a going time?
0: to AEW and are all going to be used correctly just the way we all think that they should.
1: With a time period, I'm pretty sure that would allow them to all compete at double or nothing.
0: all of them at double or nothing. They're all going to be in the the over uh, the budget battle royal. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here. Yeah,
1: first. it's it's definitely definitely interesting. Um, I I, I just you know guys we love pro wrestling. We want any company to succeed. I don't watch impact at all, but I'm okay that it exists and I want it to do well. Um, you know, I hope AEW does well. I don't want to, I, you know, are there guys and girls in WWE that I don't want to see go to another company? Yeah, absolutely. I would think everybody has that. You know what I mean? Do I want to, you know what I, I, Follow a certain star to another company? Possibly. Um, am I going to check out AEW? Absolutely. But, I mean, to say that Vince is just shaking in his boots... Like, they're inducting DX into the Hall of Fame and Billy Gunn is a producer at AEW. I, I think that should say all you need to know.
0: Yeah, they're so scared that they're put. They're just putting him in the Hall of Fame in the hopes that he'll come back under the WWE banner because they're so scared of AEW.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just... I think it's ludicrous to think that a company that has won a Monday Night War when there was a direct competition to them, when ratings actually mattered, and, you know, a company that started where it started, built to where it is now, and is now making literally... $900 $900 million a year with two two separate billion dollar television deals on the table I don't think they're scared of competition I'm not saying they don't like the idea of having to protect certain guys and contracts and you know having a company maybe take shots at them on certain media outlets and this that and the other but I don't think they're afraid of it
0: no not at all, they don't look, I'm sure there's things that they don't like. Are they gonna like having to share talent because they are gonna have to share talent. Are they gonna like that? No. Um, and I don't mean like some kind of sharing of talent like striking a deal. I mean like sharing the overall talent pool. Right. No, they're gonna lose people to them. Sure, they're not gonna like that, but do, are they fearing these guys in any way? No. And it's going to be at least 10 to 15 years before AEW is in any position where to make WWE fear anything ever.
1: Yeah, and that's assuming that they are successful enough for the cons to keep writing those checks for 10 to 15 years. Yes. Because again, you know, this is this is not something that's funded by Cody in the box. If you were to believe everything that's out there, this is a total <laughs> a total con project. And, you know, I've said it before. Vince will spend the last penny he has in his pocket to make sure WWE is operating. And I cannot say the same thing for the cons.
0: Yeah, I don't know the cons like that.
1: I, and I just... I don't think they're going to be willing to lose everything in order to make a wrestling company work. I just don't.
0: Yeah, they're not going to give up their uh, NFL and uh British soccer, soccer teams to make sure that this wrestling thing works out for the best.
1: No, it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, hope that it does well, hope that it makes money because if it doesn't make money, it's not going to last and that's just a I mean, it's just the facts.
0: We're not saying that to be dicks. We're just being realists. Like, we want this thing to last. Yep,
1: yep. Yep. I hope that, you know, I hope that we're talking about a double or nothing five, you know, in the next five years and while we're talking about WrestleMania 40. But I don't know that that's going to happen. We just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, I mean, nothing's guaranteed, man. the fans... It, it doesn't matter how many of you guys out there are like oh we're gonna aew it's the best thing ever unless you guys are really like out there supporting the product like nothing nothing's gonna change
1: yep and you're right nothing is guaranteed except this one thing Mike drive by we'll be back next week with another brand new episode every Saturday check us out uh, do us a favor like. Uh, or rate I'm sorry the podcast on iTunes like the Facebook page facebook.com slash drive by pod and tell your friends the spread the word we're trying to do some things to cross promote this and get a lot of ears onto our stuff so that we can grow and we can only grow with you I say it every week it's been real it's been fun we will catch you next time